Hi everyone, you're listening to Like Her, the podcast that celebrates women doing fantastic things in the realms of beauty, fitness, wellness and everything else in between. Like Her is a space for women to share their ideas, have honest conversations and most importantly have a good laugh. I'm Rosanna and each episode I'll be speaking to an inspiring woman that will hopefully make you think I like her. So on that note, get yourself comfy, get yourself a nice drink and enjoy the episode. Okay, we're good to go. Hi everyone. (laughs) Claire just said that she really likes how I say hi everyone and now I'm really self-conscious about it. It sounds great. Hello everybody. (laughs) Hi guys. That's what everyone else does, isn't it? Hi. Hi girls. And boys, and other non-binary people. <laughs> everyone, let's cover. I listen everyone. to I listen to a podcast where he introduced the Sleep with Me podcast. Have you yeah. ever listened to it? The Calms one. Oh, I don't know. Mm. No, it's a guy called Scooter, an American guy with a very long. If you ever need to go to sleep, it's the one to listen to. Okay. And he always introduced himself with like boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. I love <laughs> I that. Love it as well. <laughs> I'm stealing it. Okay, hi everyone. Um, welcome to the ninth episode of Like Her. We're finally doing one on makeup, which I've been desperate to do for ages. I'm here with not just a great makeup artist, but a very good friend of mine, Claire Louise Bender of House of Bendy. And we're just going to be talking about makeup today, which is great. So, hi. How are Hello. you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really excited do you wanna... to be doing this. Yay! Yeah, I never do anything like this. It's fun. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Fucking love doing podcasts. That's yeah. why I do it. When people are like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing them and I'm enjoying them. That's Keep all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to introduce yourself and yeah, yeah. tell everyone what you're about? Hi, guys. Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, hi, everyone. Hi, I'm Claire, or I get called Bendy quite a lot. Not Wendy, which is my <laughs> joke, because... Or, or I say Bendy like a pipe cleaner, which I quite like. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, people think you're a bit weird if you say you're called Bendy. So Creative. Bendy or Claire. Um, but my, so I own House of Bendy, which um, offers bespoke hair and makeup services, uh, mainly across media and fashion, um, event work. I do um, kind of pop-up sparkle parlours, which is in keeping with the theme of an event. Um, so, yeah, all sorts. All sorts of, like, creative... A real mix. Yeah, real mix. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I'm about. Cool. Mm. So, I don't even know how long I've known you. Mm. It's yeah. got to be, like... Longer than I think, I, I think. I think maybe <laughs> eight years, maybe. Yeah. I think. And I remember we were on a night out, we were at Lakota, and there were two girls... Come to think of it, there weren't many people doing that at the time. No. Now it's everywhere you go on festivals and nights out. But they had this tiny little table in a corner of Lakota, and Mm. I remember it was called Disco Eyes, and they were charging a fiver to put false eyelashes on and do, like, cover your face in sequins, basically. Yeah, we just And we did it straight away. (laughs) And I remember going into Boston Tea Party the next day after not sleeping (laughs) and having (laughs) sequins and glitter all all in my hair, all over my body, really. Mm. And I remember saying, Claire, you need to do this because that's when you had just started maybe training or like was yeah. w- was going to do it. So how did you start? Because we hear so many different stories of how people got into makeup mm. and there's so, like really expensive um, makeup courses you can 
yeah. do and I don't think you necessarily have to do one of them to be good no it's, so what was you what's what was your journey yeah it's it's difficult I think so there's so many different options it depends on where you're coming from what what you have access to uh, I did a, a local course I live in Bristol now but at the time was living in Bath and was just working um kind of like casual jobs that I wasn't that invested in I yeah. wasn't really sure what I wanted to do I knew the areas I knew kind of what I enjoyed doing I knew that I loved the arts and wanted to work in that in some way I've always been like a very creative person enjoyed kind of dressing up in hair and makeup and being expressive things yeah. yeah um and there was uh it was something it was a woman that um was like a friend of a friend and I remember hearing that she'd just started studying um, makeup and I remember instantly having this like pang of like jealousy mm. inside and I just I didn't know that at the time I hadn't even figured that you could study makeup it didn't occur to me that that could be a profession which is obviously really silly um, I had this exact same feeling when I got sent on a digital marketing course mm. um with work and then like learning that my kind of hobby of social media is like an actual job which is probably mm. a bit like naive now because mm. it's so obvious and that like oh my god I need to do this yeah. I didn't know this was possible and I guess keep like, talking I'm well, just going to move the laptop away from the mic because it's got it's, it's doing its little pan it's little fan <laughs> um, well I guess as well like social media wasn't very big then so there wasn't as much access to you know everyone wasn't like ramming down their throat your throat yeah. like what they're doing all the time yeah. so like people being successful in creative industries you weren't seeing as much people yeah because they're just, just doing, doing those jobs. it yeah yes yeah, so you're not seeing it all the time so yeah it was like i remember thinking it's quite shocking that you could do it and because i heard she'd done it i was like well i'm gonna go do that yeah and i guess i'm one of those people that goes you know you can get really overwhelmed by oh is it the right option should i do it but i just think you don't know until you try it yeah so you just do it um so i did like a year-long course in theatrical media makeup for tv and film and it was great like it in hindsight it wasn't the best course in the world but it was the best course for me at that time it yeah. was what i could afford it was accessible it was relatively local just traveling from bristol to bath um but it was hard work just because it was i had to pay i had to pay for it myself which mm. is really expensive not was again, that because you were over 21 yeah and just in general like those kind of i think if you were 18 maybe you'd get the course for free or yeah if you've done it within like a year of being at school yeah that's or, why it's so biased against yeah people that are I don't yeah, really know why. Older. Yeah, where you're punished for being an older learner, it's, it feels, yeah. doesn't it? I guess. I guess you're when you're young, you're not expected to have any money, and maybe when you're older, you're expected to have more of your to have more money together. or have like a career <laughs> and like not need to do that. Yeah, and yeah. again, because it's not seen even like if you were to study at uni, I guess the the best route, the most affordable route now would be would to be study to, at uni yeah. because you could get a loan. Yeah. Whereas most of the time, it's a private course at a specialist makeup school. And they cost like thousands, don't they? Pounds. What's the because before I did beauty, I thought I wanted to do makeup, mm. and then I was looking at makeup courses and was like, "Fucking hell, these yeah. are so expensive." And I was basically the money that I had was like inherited. It was from when my granddad died, mm. and so I had that kind of pressure on. Well, my parents didn't put any pressure on me, but I put the pressure on myself. Like this has to go towards something where I can get mm. money back. And London School of Beauty and Makeup, I was looking at their makeup courses mm. and then I started looking at their beauty courses mm. and I sat down with my parents and was like, oh, you know what? If I do this beauty course, mm. I can get a job straight away yeah. and start earning. start earning. And I mm. think that slightly nervous side of me, because I was only 21, mm. was 
I think now now I would have just gone mm. for the makeup because it's like you know what happens yeah. but when you're younger I was a bit when like younger, nervous you parents throat. didn't yeah. have any money and I was mm. kind of like oh this is going to be it sort of thing and I'm glad I did because I love it mm. um, but yeah really really expensive what's the is there is it grease paints I don't know if at that the one's time still going. was that Gemma Kids School I'm not sure but I remember grease paints was the one that yeah. you went to if you had money and like yeah. You would I, there, all the testimonials of the students were like, yeah, I completed and I worked on the Victoria's Secret fashion show a week yeah. afterwards. And it's, it's like, but it's also very for privileged people. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. I mean, there are so many like, there's so many makeup schools. I think the best thing would be think about the area you're most interested in. You know, like if you want to do prosthetics, go to go to a school that's sorry did you get a qualification from your course yeah you get a diploma what was it was it like an mvq type thing yeah like btech maybe mvq which is good because it's uh, recognized it's mine's an mvq as well yeah Yeah. so i would say if you're going to study make sure you're unless it's something which is a bit more self-indulgent just like creative you know which is more about play and and there's lots of courses like that which i think are just as like important yeah but if you're a lot of places now as well professionally they want to see that you've studied and trained and that you're um, accre- like credited well possibly. it's just like a basic level isn't yeah. it it just shows you that you've got that foundation of knowledge yeah and I think the most important part of it because you know the actual like learning the context like the content of what you're learning will be quite similar in lots of different places but it's getting that understanding of um, like hygiene yeah a lot of places health aren't. and safety and, th- yeah, and, and that's anatomy and physiology that kind of thing yeah and also I think what would be really important if I'd look back now would be something that would offer a lot of support when it comes to managing a business because not yeah. a lot when I definitely my course didn't teach me anything about being self be interesting to see now the courses I reckon that's yeah. quite that's part of it isn't it and it I think that's what be. people are craving they're yeah. because you're just kind of if you haven't been taught it you're just guessing you're just you're having a go and that's why a lot of people are doing it aren't they really ultimately because I think you can you know you should have a creative flair if you're going into hair and makeup and you can learn to be good at that that's just an ongoing process but it's all the other things that you need like you don't even know what to ask when it comes to building a business until you're in it doing it until you're doing it and you're met with something that's like a hurdle and you're like oh I don't know and I think for Mm. maybe not you necessarily because you're pretty switched on with numbers and shit Mm. like that but just from working in salons I find like a lot of creative kill me for generalizing but Mm. a lot of creative people tend to be like dyslexic or maybe struggled at school a bit and that aren't great at maths yeah and often all if you those... go into a trade it's because that's where you're more comfortable that's yeah where your it's skills more handsy lie. isn't it maybe you're, not... you're maybe less i don't know i know I'm... less academic yeah, in that way in a not... traditional sense yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, i feel it feels weird you don't it almost sounds like it's a diss doesn't it but i don't but it's mean not like, at all yeah, yeah. And i think when you go and work in a salon or you yeah. go and work for matt all your taxes all your wages everything's sorted out for you yeah. you don't even have to think about it but then if you are creative you're going into like working for yourself mm. there's going to be so much stuff that you didn't even think that yeah. you're going to need to learn and i guess it's you sink or swim yeah. yeah that's how you'll that's how you'll survive otherwise yeah. and like you say i am i have always been quite good with money yeah i don't like i definitely not um good in the sense of i'm not like a saver or anything but i don't i'm not um frivolous with my money yeah. i'm not like uh, i don't turn like what's like I don't throw caution to the wind yeah I'm thing. not like silly with it like me over here <laughs> <laughs> I've been quite I've been always been quite on top of my money yeah even if I've you know I am in days like I'm managing it I won't just like ignore it yeah which I, like, and you've been like money. financially independent as well yeah and I think that probably is from being a young age I think I got a bank a bank account when I was about 12 yeah so I was working when I was about 12 yeah same I used to work at a cafe and 
I, so I was in, I always was independent and I yeah. really enjoyed being on top of that. Yeah. Um, Same actually. So yeah. That so, helps a lot. Yeah, I think, I can't remember what, what we were talking about. The training. Yeah, training now, like it must, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure my beauty training had like a business section in it. Don't think I completed it. I yeah. can't even remember doing it. So I think it's probably part of it now. But I think I think in my degree we do have a bit of like business planning yeah. for your own business. We have to do that as like a final thing. Mm. But that's like degree level. Like yeah. you don't necessarily want to do that for makeup. But yes, yeah, so you can do um, you could do a makeup course at uni now. But yeah. I feel but that would be three years, so that would be the most accessible, I think, because you'd get a loan. But then you're doing it for it's three years. It's a lot years. of money over. Like, I, I think, think if anybody you're fashion for three years. Yeah, it seems a bit much if you ask me. Like you yeah. need to be getting out there and doing it. And I also think maybe if you're like eighteen, you're still living at your parents and you're yeah. not bothered about being independent yet. But yeah. I think anybody that's at uni, like myself included, mm. is it's just it's not very much work mm. spread over quite a lot of time. Yeah. So like I've finished first year in like eight nine months. Yeah. Don't feel like I did that much. Obviously at the time it was overwhelming and yeah. a lot of work, but it could be done in a year. I reckon a whole degree if it was like Monday to Friday nine to five could be done in like if you two had years. No, like if you no didn't holidays, have to worry no faffing around. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think for makeup, mm. maybe it would buy you a bit of time mm. as a younger like student but mm. it's, I would say like what 40k is how much we're spending now for university is a bit much for, it's, it's when you could be making that per year set like self-employed if you really go for it do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. yeah exactly so let's talk about the fun stuff <laughs> who do you look up to in makeup this is a complete like tangent but I just <laughs> who do you look up to in makeup and like when you were first starting out, did you mm. have somebody in mind that you looked up to or was it more like a, like an era or a style or apart from the fact that you wanted to learn it and you knew that you were creative, was, mm. the, was there like an image in mind that you were like, yeah, I, mm. I love this kind of style or... I think I've always, um, I've always loved anything theatrical and because my family is very theatrical, I've always gravitated towards the arts and dressing up. So anything that's like over the top, mm. I've really... I've just loved and there is and when you when I started learning makeup there was I was introduced to an artist called Alex Box who is quite she's really well known in the industry and she's incredible her she's just got a real attention to detail all of her work is very experimental it's kind of it's quite avant-garde mm. she develops lots of really interesting techniques that she kind of um copyrights as her own yeah she's just always doing something new and evolving it's always very exciting stuff yeah Yeah, and you you look at her work and they are she comes from a fine art background and you see that there's just something a bit like magical about it it's the kind of work i would the kind of content i would love to be producing at some point yeah where you just have this time to um play and develop stuff and create these interesting kind of talking points of piece of work she's just an artist in general yeah but she predominantly uses makeup and people as yeah her canvas but she incorporates lots of different medias and different things um and she's just yeah a, a multi-faceted artist which i think you have to be mm. these days um, which is why i started doing hair as well like when, yeah. you, when i first trained i just did makeup and i loved it and that was like my happy place and you go out into the industry and you kind of realize you can't just do one thing. Yeah, you've like, got to do both. Everybody, all the time, just constantly asks you, can you do this? Can you do, can you do this? Can you do this? And if you can say yes, you get booked more. Yeah. <laughs> get booked more, you get more jobs. People have preferred to hire one person to do everything. Yeah. Which is why I then trained in nails, why I then trained in hair, so I can do, like, manicures on set, I can do any hair. Yeah. I don't do cutting, but I do men's barbering, and I do... Um, I didn't know that. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, men's barbering and all kind of hair and makeup stuff. Um, as I don't, I, w- I wouldn't feel confident being in charge of special effects stuff. I, yeah. I love that kind of thing. And I can do casual, casualty simulation and that kind of stuff, like Halloween-y fun. Um, but I would, I'd want to go do more training yeah. just because that's more of a science. And you're a bit of a perfectionist as well. You like to be really good at what you do. Oh my God, yeah. Like, and I'm, you are really good. I'm like an all or nothing kind of girl. Like, yeah. It's weird because I don't wear very much makeup. I t- tend to wear loads of makeup because I like to have like a look. Yeah, and like a full look or none at yeah, all. Yeah, or none yeah. I, can't, I can't be asked because you're yeah. doing it all the time. And yeah. if it's not perfect, I don't want to know. I just think it's so bad for <laughs> skin as well. Like, yeah. however good the makeup is or the makeup artist, it's just like, let that, yeah, let yeah, your yeah. skin breathe. Exactly. And I, I mean, I'm very lucky I have good skin. Yeah. My mum's got great skin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think, like, when you first, because I remember when I first started doing beauty, mm. facials was the first module. And I hadn't, I'd always been really academic and I hadn't done much with my hands. And Mm. I just remember feeling so nervous and like not knowing how to use my hands. And then by the end of it, you're just like touching people and Mm. you're so used to it. Did you find that that was the case for you? And then you were like, oh, I need to learn hair now. So I'm going to do that. And then as you did more, you found it easier to learn more because you're using your hands Mm. all the time. Uh, Or was it more of just like a necessity? Like, right, I just need to not even think about like, not being good at it I just need to learn it type thing yeah I'm definitely um I've always been fine like interacting with people and using my hands that's the thing I'm probably the most confident with like mm. I'm I'm really confident in my skills and what I do but I think with things like that you can always just learn to be better yeah I kind of pride myself the most on being fine with people I yeah. love people I love interacting with them I like reading someone mm. trying to work them out work out what's the right approach for them yeah um, so when it came came to actually physically doing things I was always fine with it yeah and because I am this kind of learner that learns by doing I just like to do it I, yeah. won't, I can't really take it in if someone just explains it to me I find that I start to, I want to listen to them but my mind starts you're to you're trying my to head, think I'm about already, how you're doing it with your yeah, hands I'm already yeah. working it out and I'm like oh so I would do it like this I want to like just take it if they're like holding a brush I want to take it off them and just yeah, start doing yeah, and it start doing yeah it. I'd much rather do it do it weird and wrong take it off and start again yeah and that's the best thing about hair and makeup it's not brain surgery yeah you just do it if it's not nice wipe it off do it again. if the hair doesn't look good take it out start again so, which is like it just doesn't matter so it's, yeah. it's really nice but then for a lot of people that would be quite scary I think so I think you definitely have to be like a bit of a yeah you definitely have to be a people person and somebody that doesn't mind saying oh I fucked it up do you mind if I did there's like a particular you could do that like really nervy like oh sorry I and they'd be like no I don't want you touching me or you could be like sorry fucked it up let me do it again exactly how you have to do it like be confident in how you fuck it up kind of thing yeah and I learned that quite early on from a few different people and I said this to my friend Flossie recently who's a hairdresser and she's great she's like one of the only people I let touch my hair yeah and I really like working with her because she doesn't she's like amazing at what she does but whenever she does something that's not quite right she just explains it because everyone does stuff. Yeah, it's just communication. Yeah. yeah, so she'll do it and she'll be like, oh, that didn't actually go how I thought it was. I'm going to do this now. Yeah. And because she's doing that confidently, like every, you could be the most skilled person in the world, but sometimes something just doesn't quite go right. Yeah. And that's well, fine. Well, we're all human. We're not yeah. robot and hairdressers or beauticians or makeup exactly. artists. Exactly. And I think we're, it's because we're bred in the industry to be, you're constantly being competitive, you're chasing, you just have to be, you have to pretend to, to be, be perfect, perfect all the time. Yeah. And it's just not realistic. And I just, I really, I always took that away from working with her that she would, if she did something wrong, she would just kind of vocalise it in a really confident way and then fix it. 
and um, that's what I try and do if anything ever goes wrong I just explain oh that didn't work let's yeah. do this now or... well it's being responsible isn't yeah. it and I think being responsible is like the biggest part of being professional yeah if I definitely. ever like looking back at working in the salon when things went wrong it was because people were trying to pretend that they hadn't yeah. fucked up and actually like the clients one don't thing. mind with, yeah. the, the, <laughs> with the panicking under the water. Like the little legs going yeah, yeah. under the water, yeah. I think it's just better to own it. And, yeah. and that's not even in work, is it? It's no, like just in life, just yeah. fucking own it. People don't mind. Yeah. The people, amount of in time. fact, it makes people like you more. Yeah. Unless you've got a real dickhead client. Yeah, it's like... That's which because happens people will too. have that one client and that yeah. will, like scare them into submission. But then sometimes yeah. even, I think... If it's handled right, even that dickhead client, because there are so many of them, mm. they can't really mm. do much. Mm. They can be a bit annoyed about it. Yeah. But when you've laid it all out and you've explained to them, yeah. then there's not much they can do. Definitely. But I think pretending, like trying to cover up, cover up stuff is the yeah. worst. I remember like it nipping is, yeah. people's nails. It mm. happens, especially people with dry skin. If you've got the cuticle nippers, mm. sometimes you just cut them mm. and it's so embarrassing. But I used to be like, oh, sorry, I got you there. Mm. It will bleed for a bit and then it will go and nobody ever said anything no. bad if you pretended it wasn't it was nothing yeah so like well she cut me loads of chemicals she cut me and I bled for days and she didn't acknowledge it and it's like <laughs> no, it's oh well it's definitely right actually because yeah. even when people get annoyed it's just because they're not communicating isn't it like yeah. if someone's not responding or not getting back to them or someone's lack of communication yeah, I totally agree communication is key um, so yeah Floss she's great and who else did I want to talk about? And my friend Kat, actually. Kat owns um, Little Lab in Bath. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. And when I first trained, I remember she had one of her first pop-ups before she had, like, a set shop. Yes, and I, I remember. Yeah, it was down in Southgate when it was, yeah. before it was whatever it is I remember now. I went to the opening. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. we went together. I can't remember. Yeah, we but, did. You did my makeup for it, and the Chronicle I? was there. I remember. Oh, yeah. And so, Ollie DJ'd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, so when she had that, I remember walking back one from one of my like days at school and it sounds like from my day at school yeah and um seeing the pop-up going in just like looking at all the products and just got chatting to her and she was just instantly like really warm and really nice and so we, I started working with her and I just when I was training and kind of first getting into the industry I really enjoyed having someone that was really generous with their knowledge yeah and I guess is that like, coming from that like pretending to be perfect thing that yeah. you don't get that very often yeah and not a lot of people are generous with their knowledge and I really try and be like like that because of the way she was with me and I really appreciated yeah. it that um that uh, yeah like because that's I think there is that competitive thing as well people don't want to share because they they have this attitude of I don't want you to know my information because I you what if I you need take it, it and yeah. run with it and run away with it yeah I need it and she well, was like, always well, if you're so bloody knowledgeable then you're gonna get work anyway yeah. and you don't need to worry about exactly. it exactly it's that thing of like just do you don't worry about anyone else if someone else is more successful to you just just be supportive of that yeah because you never know when it'll come back around and then they might give you an opportunity yeah well you and need you them. should never have that weird hierarchy thing yeah i think um yeah and she's just she works so hard and has really built her business from the ground up and is yeah she's just great i really i've really enjoyed working with her and um, yeah i don't i used to work at her shop sometimes with her they do many workshops teaching people how to um do their makeup it's quite it's kind of consumer based so yeah kind of day wear and smoky eyes and stuff like that yeah but she's just got a real business head on um, and just never stops. Yeah. And I really like value that work ethic. I think. Yeah. She's a, she was really kind of key with how I then like wanted to model how I would run my business and yeah like, yeah cool. Mm. So when was um, the last time you got to do something really like mad? When's the last time I got to? Because you're just talking about that other lady who mm. gets to do. Um, I do quite. 
quite a lot of mad stuff. <laughs> do you do a lot of mad stuff on yourself? No. It's because I'm not um I'm not really into tutorials or things. I yeah, think but I, love I really like them. that about mm. you. Like you said to me the other day, I just want to be out doing the yeah. work. Not I love watching a tutorial. It. I just don't really care to do it on myself. Yeah. <laughs> um and I also just don't I'm too busy. I don't have the time to sit and do a thing, record it, edit it. Yeah. I'm so rubbish with tech. It would take me eight years. Yeah. And then by the time I got to it I probably don't the looks like it out anymore. Of fashion. <laughs> and I'm such a perfectionist that I, I would hate I would just be so scrupulous going back every detail but like, I didn't That's like why it. I'm like every episode I'm like, <laughs> it's a miracle. We're on episode three. Yeah. I made it past the first one. The first one I almost didn't I almost called up Larissa and was like we've got to do it again mate yeah. can't release it but our personality traits personality traits are very really similar, similar in that way, in that way. Like, just perfectionist yeah i just get want it right anything to do with my work and my business because it's taking up all of my time and my energy and i love it i want it to be perfect yeah of course and it's like if i i don't want to do it half assed i'm like i'm all or nothing about so many, <laughs> so many areas of my life um so i get i do like anything fashion focused where it's like an editorial um there's often quite a lot of freedom to be very creative yeah obviously it depends what it's for because you will have a brief and you're yeah. working to that brief um have you ever done a brief where you've like misinterpreted it or done something like more creative than the brief wanted or you mm, i guess it, it's always a process sometimes uh, when there's sometimes when you're working with directors or photographers and and now it's, they maybe not, won't convey what they think or very clearly or maybe you just don't get it because yeah. if someone has a vision it's really hard for them to get you to have the same vision especially when it's artistic yeah yeah, yeah. so it depends who's in charge of the shoot and then you have to just work really closely to communicate and make sure you're doing all of that prep where you're having conversations as a group you have like a, a visual mood board that you're all understanding and just really say if you don't understand yeah. because there is nothing worse than being on a shoot and you've everybody felt like you'd communicated an idea and then you produce something and they're like no don't yeah. like it because you feel shit yeah. <laughs> you're like oh god and like again feel like an idiot. the worst thing to all you have to do in that situation is take it off Put and your start hand again up. yeah and just be like okay i I, did, I really missed that then I didn't get it and you that only really happens one or two times mm. and then you just make sure you really do that prep and you know what questions to ask and you learn very quickly that people are rubbish at communicating when it comes to hair and makeup yeah everybody says the same words everyone says natural everyone says smoky everyone says it's all very general yeah. isn't it and that's when you learn really quickly how to read a person you know yeah. if, if somebody says that they don't wear a lot of makeup and that they're really easy going and they come in and they've got like a big bouncy blowout and they've got like a Balenciaga bag and yeah. they've got like their, hair, their nails done they've got this they maybe had their teeth done you it's know like they're different, not very easy going yeah it's like they're different probably, measures of easy going yeah, everyone and they'll say oh I'm just you know I'm, I'm standing really easy breezy and you need to look at the way they present themselves yeah um, it was slightly it's off, a lot of but, like people reading yeah it's really and that's like, one yeah. thing that I think um, people that don't work in salons or like beauty or makeup mm. Or even people that haven't worked in hosp hospitality, because I, t I think to a certain degree in hospitality you get it as well. Yeah. Because when it's customer facing, you are just dealing with so many different people mm. that you just learn to know what type of person someone is. And mm. I think it can make you seem a bit judgy to people mm. that haven't worked in that industry. Mm. But we used to have clients come in and I could, I guarantee I could even tell you their salary. Mm. You know, like, because you just yeah I could tell if they were like a doctor yeah. or if they're a lawyer or if they mm. particularly if they're like 
the the one that we used to get it was like middle class middle aged housewife mm. loads of money doesn't work mm. they would be a certain way the mm. best clients to have in mm. a salon by the way because People they like to pay for medicine stuff. often even if it's a customer facing role they've because they've spent their, their whole lives being in education they're often quite shy and quite like yeah and aren't very good with people because all they know is the doctors. numbers and the physics yeah. and the they know all of this amazing information but, but they don't the ever they don't stuff. interact a lot yeah <laughs> um i had yeah, actually i had really a client the other day and I, because at clifton lido we get a lot of doctors mm. and particularly surgeons as well i had and like now i've even managed to like work out if it's like gp doctors or surgeons because surgeons aren't as like socially they're no. a bit more socially awkward mm. i had this lady the other day and she i obviously got a wrist injury it was before i was off work and she gave me the firmest handshake that i said to her i was like you're either a lawyer or a doctor <laughs> yeah. because nobody is that confident in their handshakes really because they have to do it all day every day yeah. she was like yes I'm a doctor that is the best compliment somebody's ever given me oh, and it made her day but yeah it's you have to you get so quick at reading people yeah I don't and think it's, I ever shake anyone's hand I never shake anyone's it's not hand. really the environment to do it though I'm, I'm a hugger okay. yeah <laughs> in makeup it's, but that's I think that's what you would want you'd want the makeup artist to like make you feel comfortable yeah. Whereas I, you don't want a hug for a massage. That's just like inappropriate. <laughs> or we always got told, don't ever give a wet lettuce handshake. Like a Because meat, that's yeah. going to be a reflection of your massage. And like yeah. most people don't want that. So. And do, do you, would you generally shake someone's hand before a I massage? Shake, yeah, because really? we have to go and collect them. Oh. So I have to go over and say, hi, I'm Rosanna. Yeah. Like go to shake their hand. The amount of people that won't even do it. And yeah, the rudeness really? is like beyond. And I I'll be like, I'm Rosanna, I do your therapist. wave in front of someone. You know, or I'll be have. like, I do like, if they're a bit weird, mm. I'll just like touch their arm more. Yeah. But I've had people like not look me in the eye, not say hello, give me all of their bags to take up. That one is just like... Is that, I'm not awake. If there's ever been a point where I want to like fuck my job off and walk out, it's been at that point where they've when given me their, their luggage. luggage and I'm like, that's so rude. So rude. Oh my god. Um, that's another. That's another podcast. I yeah. Think. Hospitality another training, maybe. You do judge someone, don't you? It's like the go-to. Go to a restaurant with someone, see how they treat the wait staff. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Instantly know if they're your kind of person. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually like, would you say it's more of a people, like people person job than it is practical? Almost. Yeah, I do. I think so much of the job on any set you know a film set you're the first you're the first in and last out and you're the first person generally the actors are with that time with you is so important for them to get ready for mm. the role they're they're either needing the quiet to just settle themselves because it can be hours in hair and makeup mm. if you're doing like a really big transformation or they need that time to go over lines and you can help them with that or they just need that kind of downtime where they just need to feel comfortable and feel silly you're asking them about their day yeah and you're spending a good chunk of your time with these people so you get to know people really quickly mm. um it's why a lot of people in these industries are in relationships with people in the same industry yeah. because they're on that same timeline um so it's really important you it's it's very much reading someone and working out what they need because they probably won't communicate it yeah um yeah, and I think with the actual skills, that's that's probably the thing I would look for the most in looking for colleagues and staff and things like that. Because I do think anyone can learn to be better at the skill. Yeah, you can you can train, do always do more training. But if they aren't reliable and if they don't have that warmth and that understanding of people that I'm looking for, I don't want to work with them. Yeah, because that's so that's for key. people that are like maybe like younger listeners or even somebody who's like you know what fuck this I don't want to do my job anymore I want to mm. do a makeup artist. Would you say then the training? 
is important mm. but not key mm. like just get your training and then just get out there get experience and practice mm. practice practice and work with different people is that the best yeah get route? your training i don't don't get too hung up on where you train i think it's a bit like any of those kind of adult like further learning is you get into it what you put like you get out of it what you put yeah. into it if you're like and throw yourself into it if you're going to do a course and you're going to pay for it take it all in so yeah 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 but don't get too hung up on like the status of where you train just yeah. learn as much as possible um when you go out into the industry be polite be reliable do as you're told the most the most important thing be reliable don't sodding bail yeah the amount of people i've had like on like more recent years working with like a lot younger a lot of artists that are a lot younger and people bail all the time last yeah. minute and i find it baffling i was always taught to be like Turn up you, on time. You just never bail on anyone. Yeah. If you commit to something, you have to be on death's door. Yeah. Because I guess that it's maybe not understanding... Generational thing as well, I yeah. think. Yeah. And maybe not understanding what goes into shoots and putting these things together. Like, you've got People's stylists. Time. You've so got important. directors. You've got talent. You've, the effort it yeah. takes to organise. You've got production. It just takes a lot. And if one person in the cog lets it down and everything gets delayed it's a lot of money it's a lot of effort and that's everyone's time away from their other things you yeah know, as much as we all love working in these industries we all also want to have a social life and see husbands and wives and yeah. see children and pets and and it's just and yeah hang out yeah so don't bail that's yeah. the number one yeah I hate it <laughs> yeah um should we talk about some products yes i'm interested in to because one thing that needs to be said about you is quality quality like you've done my makeup a couple of times but the last time you did it for the when you were just trying just some bridal around. stuff yeah. which I need to say as somebody that's I would say you're probably more makeup than hair right yeah yeah if you know me I've got super curly frizzy hair beautiful Claire <laughs> smoothed my hair out it was so smooth for days and it rained in between as well Ooh. I was so impressed by that oh, because lovely. I've worked, obviously worked in salons. You get yeah. your hair blow dried all the time, There's, and even like only a few of the hairdressers could get it. Like, and mm. you did that really well. Your hair's hard. It's beautiful, it's hard, but it's, but it's hard. fucking frizzy. Mm. Um, it does do what you say, but to mm. get it that, you have to be really good to get it that smooth. So yeah, there we number go, one guys. compliment. But here. also, <laughs> when you had all your makeup laid out, not only was it like beautifully clean and like neat and tidy, it was just like oh, like bougie brand after the other it mm. was so nice and I think we were talking about this how important it is I think when you're paying for a service especially makeup to have good quality yeah products mm. and yours are like solid all the way through so mm. what are your favorite what for somebody that would maybe think about like booking you what what brands do you use um, so I only use cruelty free brands. Oh yeah, of course, vegan cruelty free. Yeah, I don't. I oh, don't not, like maybe to, not like, so much vegan evident- because there's certain things. Yeah, that- I do. I would say majority of it is cruelty free and vegan, but I don't really sell the vegan thing. And I'm vegan myself, but but you I've- weren't you weren't vegan when you started no. using the cruelty, and ve- which I think is quite cool. Yeah, and I just I think just like quite early on in my career, I realised I only wanted to use cruelty free products because why would you not? And yeah. And but it was just a case of then as I was transitioning, I wasn't going to throw stuff Valuable away. Makeup it away. just felt yeah. like a waste to just discard it. And so some of the products that I have in my kit will have some animal byproducts, mainly bee products. So that would yeah. be like your beeswax, your propolis, and your honey. Um, and so I guess I'm still working out how I feel about bees. Yeah, I think 
I'm not comfortable with it. So I won't be rebuying those products. But again, it's just not... Um, uh, not wasting not stuff. Not away. Yeah. Yeah, so I just don't advertise the vegan side of it. But if anybody ever wants solely vegan um, products, it's really easy for me to do. Nearly yeah. everything is anyway. Um, what do I like? So uh, kit's always changing. I'm a bit of a sucker for product buying. New stuff. Yeah, and it's great because I get to buy stuff for my business so I can't feel guilty about it. Yeah. So it's good. Shopping um, for the business. Yeah, and I kind of sit somewhere in between um, kind of natural beauty and and non-natural because there's a kind of in-between of like getting that delivery from your products. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I de- I, yeah, I definitely use more to like mid to high end. So I love Hourglass. Hourglass yeah. is great. They've got like an ambient ambient light I think it's called their highlight which is like very well renowned which is just gorgeous on most skin tones mm. um Charlotte Tilbury is good uh, they're really good for bridal like a lot of brides yeah. love all of those to- well, it looks of- nice as well doesn't yeah, it yeah and I like her branding I like what she's done with her business she I mean I like that she's very darling darling over the yeah. top like bougie fun uh, yeah. but look at the eyeshadows are really beautifully pigmented the lipsticks are really lovely um nice face powders and things I'm not in love with the foundations some of them yeah Charlotte Tilbury's great um, what's your favourite foundation? Oh, foundation's the hardest one I think what's I, your favourite foundation for yourself because obviously your clients are so different that yeah. you wouldn't use the same one on them anyway so yeah. for yourself what do you like? I am in between at the moment I was using a Charlotte Charlotte Tilbury Light Wonder it's mm. a very very light coverage which I did like um but actually I'm just not really I yeah I use that a lot but um I'm not like set on it at yeah. the moment I use a her, she's got this complexion booster which is like a highlight it's kind of sits in between a foundation because it's got quite a lot of pigment in it yeah and so most of the time if I'm just like running out the door I'll just put a slick of that like under my eyes yeah um, because my skin's generally pretty good foundation isn't like a go-to, a go-to for me. thing yeah. it's always a concealer and a bit of something for brightening um, so what's your go-to? Mm, it would be that at the yeah. moment, and um, I've got a concealer wheel by a brand called Tem Two, which is really oh, I've nice. Never heard of them? Yeah, they're great. They have this like wheel. It's an American brand, um, and it's got like three different shades of concealer and then a light and dark, which you can use for highlight and contour. Mm. And you can. It's great because then any foundation you have, if you kind of change a little bit in skin tone seasonally, you just mix a bit of one of these shades. I need that. So it warms or cools your foundation. Some, you know, like when you've got a tan or if you're feeling yeah, a bit like more I was pale. saying last night, I felt like I looked really weird because yeah, I've got a mix. tan at the moment and I've. <laughs> had like I used four a mix of two foundations and two concealers to try and like get yeah. the same colour so and I need something so like much that product to get the right yeah, yeah so that's good I like things that are multi-use okay that you can get lots lots of different stuff out of it yeah um, so that's good I've used Tem2 for a really long time um, Tem2 are cruelty free they have a lot a lot of vegan options but you need to just check yeah. all the ingredient list and they're good because they're they're all about skin texture so their foundations are really light I would use them on myself um I really like Elimasca. Elimasca is a great brand. I always think of you when I think of that brand. Mm. It's did like, you start using it quite early on? Yeah, yeah. I did um, like a creative course with them. Yeah. Not too long after, which was just in creative artistry. And it was all about play and just being a bit over the top. And the uh, Alex Box, the artist that I like, she was their creative director for oh, a really cool. long time. So she, um, and their brand is all about self-expression. So it's about using makeup to like be your best you. Yeah. Rather than using it to 
mask yourself yeah and yeah. i really value that kind of ethos yeah um so i really like them um they're, they're and, really theatrical aren't they really even theatrical. their packaging and even like the way that they do their color palettes are yeah. always really really dramatic i really like it and any if they ever use any kind of like influencer or anything like that they're it's always someone that i'm like yeah they're yeah a cool. bit edgy yeah, yeah and like and have some substance as well yeah it's they're not just, just like some fluffy just famous for the sake of being famous yeah they're, they're good at something yeah 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 um, and they do a lot of charity work where they have um, organizations that kind of draw attention to issues to do with mental health and well-being yeah. they're just they're generally pretty good. cool and their products are solid they're like a good all-rounder like if you're not really sure um you know some of their stuff's not like perfect but a good go-to yeah good go-to like pretty much all of their products are solid i would say are they vegan um, as well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, not everything, but, but a very large portion, nearly solely. Same with Hourglass. Yeah. Hourglass and Illamasqua are all entirely cruelty-free with a very, I'd say, like 70 to 80% vegan. That's good. Really good. Good to know. Makes it really easy. Um, but otherwise, like, I don't... I'm trying to think what other brands or, like, what my go-to is. Yeah. In regards to, like, looks... I don't have a go like I don't have a signature look. I was thinking about this when I was going through questions I was like I don't have a signature look I think you do do you? yeah you say if you did have one what would it be? okay because obviously in regards to jobs it doesn't really apply because you're working you, to um, a you, and also you do everything yeah. I think that's quite I important quite to know I do varied yeah. yeah but in regards to me I really love um, I like dressing up and like having so I like taking like the idea having a concept for a look and then just yeah. being really full on with it and doing like that. being your own art director yeah exactly yeah. and just being really over the top um so i love that but maybe if i was just putting makeup on myself i would say it would be like a bit of a feline flick and like coppery eyes maybe okay but platinum i guess my i've got platinum blonde hair that's quite significant i feel like your 60s yeah without no, not like in that annoying like i love the 60s that not in that me. kind of like <laughs> fancy dress way mm. but you always do big eyes yeah and eyes are always. I was it at, Glast was it at Glastonbury? You had the big feathered lashes. Yeah. And because amazing. you've got blonde pixie, and you're quite petite. Well, you're really petite and like pixie. I always think like sixties because yeah. you always ha do the big eye. Yeah. I think that's like do, your that's personal true. signature. I look. do always pretty much do eyes over anything else. I'm With like, effectively like an good eye skin. on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> like two big eyes. Yeah. Twiggy that's... could be someone that I would. Yeah. Yeah. Style I like on. that. I think that's your like. I think that's your signature look. Oh, <laughs> um, so, oh, I've got through quite a lot of. Oh, that's what I was going to say. What is your favourite look to do? I know you do everything. You do bridal, fashion, blah blah blah. Mm. What if you could do? If you had to do like one of them mm. only mm. for the rest of your of your career, what would it be? I think money if, aside, don't yeah. have to worry about earning money or anything like that. Uh, I think it'd probably be fashion. Yeah. When because anything that I get to if if I ever get to do anything weird, avant garde, it's through expressive, that. over the top, generally it's more fashion focused. Yes. Yeah. Nearly all of the media stuff is making people look really perfect or, you know, maybe a period drama or something. That's really yeah. interesting. I like that side of it. Um but fashion feels like you get to be a weirdo and I like yeah. that. Yeah. And you get to just play with colour and push boundaries and think about because you're thinking about what's you know how to like maybe put something across in just a visual way I think that's interesting and you're maybe putting yourself outside your comfort zone and it just was more artistic to me yeah um, no I get that yeah do you when you're like looking at somebody do you do you think you're attracted to like one feature of their face like do you really like eyes on mm. everybody or do you think you 
you kind of like seek out everybody's best feature like objectively do you mm. know what I mean yeah definitely when you're every time I meet someone new because I, I feel really like just... that's a Virgo thing yeah I, admit, like, just, like, I feel analyzing. like I always like look at faces and I think oh wow she's got really good lips yeah or, but that's not because I necessarily like lips I just think yeah, I'm yeah. quite good at seeing the beauty yeah in definitely. people and I'm wanting to like is that what yeah you yeah have? and I think because you're used to pulling out features every time I meet someone new and if I'm doing their hair and makeup obviously you're like really close to their face yeah. so I, but I always pick up weird things I'm always like oh you've got such a good eyelid yeah. <laughs> they're like thanks <laughs> or you're like oh Ooh, this part of your Cupid's brow is bro- perfect bro- yeah, yeah yeah exactly or like this part of your ear is grey <laughs> and they're like okay um, so yeah I really enjoy that side of it um, I'm not drawn to like a specific part of anyone mm. I'm also someone that finds people really unattractive if they're not very nice yeah so people, I know what you mean people, I, I will could meet someone and then they're just this amazing person then I instantly think they're like stunning yeah. in all areas of their life whereas if someone's really maybe traditionally beautiful and they're actually yeah. not very nice or a bit mean I just can't see them as attractive it's that yeah. instantly in that box in my yeah, head yeah yeah um, so yeah I'd yeah I would say I'm not, I am picking out features pretty much yeah. Well, I love watching people do their makeup on public transport. I was what like, does what it do? Like, yeah. What would I do on them? Or like, no, girl, don't yeah, do or that. Or they're doing something really bad. And I'm like, hi. Like, let me take it. <laughs> yeah. Should we just should we do a quick tutorial? Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy that. It's a skill. Yeah. Doing your makeup on the bus. Yeah, I've done that a lot actually. Being mascara. late for work. <laughs> I'm like pretty good at doing mascara on the bus or the train. Yeah. Um. So I ask everybody. I feel like. I'm going to do it the other way around though because I usually start with health but I think because we're doing makeup mm. let's talk about beauty what do you th- what does beautiful mean to you I think you pretty much summed it up just now saying like personality that for yeah. me is definitely like you. I think especially when I was modelling you mm. see people that I guess on paper are just stunning and they're just fucking foul mm. and it just wipes away any yeah. beauty but like what in like an aesthetic sense mm. what do you what do you think is beautiful is there like a look that you like or Ooh. is there like a celebrity or a model that you'd be like desperate to work on their face yes I love of oh, so many yeah so many um I love Gaga yeah absolutely love she's her. got a great face yeah she's got a great face and I just think working with someone like that who has this really clear visual of who they are and evolves with it like any of the icons like Madonna Cher yeah um, Beyonce anyone that has this really clear like visual narrative and is not afraid to push boundaries and yeah. that you can kind of um, grow with them yeah and I really enjoy um, Lady Gaga's makeup artist I follow her online and she's yeah. just what's her name I think oh, I can't remember off the top of my head she's now. really I cool to, yeah. I watched the documentary and I thought she was really cool yeah, yeah. I think they've actually just developed a cosmetic line which Have I want to look into yeah, yeah. that would be good because um, you know it'd be great she'd do all vegan and cruelty free yeah. and all of that um, so I would love to be uh, be the makeup artist of a celebrity who is not afraid to be different to constantly change and be a bit of chameleon yeah and to yeah. wear a lot of makeup as well yeah. in a creative way not just always look really like done just pretty and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that would like be a bit weird sometimes you know sometimes less is more and like drawing it back is is more shocking and like well actually like in that documentary when Gaga decides to just do something like really paired back it was really shocking for Loved her wasn't that, it yeah. and everyone wasn't used to it because she was like everybody's expecting me to wear fucking bacon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was like no and she had like that nice slick blowed back hair yeah nice makeup just really drawn back yeah. just about her and what she was doing no uh, no fluff yeah and yeah um, 
so yeah and as far as aesthetics I like I like eras I like anything that's like definitely a theme yeah so something that's like a really polished version of something so you know if it's someone's going to go all 60s really put it together and pull out yeah. all the stops anything that's a bit of glamour and a bit of it's why i love reports why i love yeah. these icons and performers that evolve and are the most like extra versions of yeah, themselves. yeah yeah um yeah i think i'm just in awe of it it's it's a lot of work and a lot of effort and it's a lot of performance and i think people um see people being like that and it then allows them to be yeah. to feel less vulnerable and feel fine about their weird quirks yeah um and how they want to express themselves yeah yeah and that's actually really important um and and being happy with it yeah um so but dressing up more yeah being yeah. i love dressing up i don't yeah. know why you're I love like it so the much. most dress like the person i always think of with like costumes mm. and like obviously with your birthday party yeah. icons cannot wait it's gonna be great i think yeah. it's probably my nan my nan used to work in the theaters and she i loved going she used to when we lived in croydon in london we'd go around her and she'd have all these dressing up boxes oh, amazing. and we were just like there'd be all, the, all these old amazing like theatrical gowns yeah all yeah, these yeah performances and shows and we'd just like put all of them on and put on little shows oh my god um, me and my so my mum's best friend tom r.i.p he's not with us anymore sadly um but he was my mum's gay best friend and he had a partner who used to work um, in theatres you mm. can't make it up it's literally yeah, the most yeah. gay thing ever <laughs> um, he used to work in theatres and me and my sister before we met him we were obsessed with cats you know the like cats yeah, 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 the yeah. like with macavity and all the like tails yeah, yeah. and we used to sing we were in the choir and we used to sing at the top of our voices like used to love cats and then uh, Tom's partner was like fucking stage managing cats oh and my god we went round and he had like this bin bag of cats costumes and all of the cats tails and that was it we were just doing it must have driven my parents mad Whoa. but loved that whole like mm. just being expressive they don't even, um, have makeup artists on that show now do they not no they have like an artist who do the principles but all of the ensemble they do a workshop at the beginning of and the do it run themselves. to teach them how to do <gasps> it and then they just do it themselves no way <laughs> yeah crazy it must get like I think they're just like Long, well, they're at I'd the back doing that. and no one can see them that well yeah. they're more about the dance yeah yeah um, yeah it's just cheaper on like a big run for a big show they'll yeah. do a yeah, workshop at the beginning and then that's it you're on your own oh. they're crazy but like, I didn't I didn't train for this I thought I was going to get my makeup done yeah I had a couple of friends in the show and like sometimes if they've had like a long run they're like sometimes it's a very questionable cat face yeah <laughs> just like a dodgy squiff and like a black nose <laughs> like what I would do if I yeah, was yeah. to draw a cat like if a kid is drawing a cat yeah. <laughs> um, so when do you feel my oh my god my voice went a bit weird then when do you feel most beautiful I think it's to do with confidence. Okay. So it, and that then in turn is to do with how I look. And it's like, you know, if you ever do anything, if I've got a job, if I'm like, if I've got a nice outfit on, if I've done my hair, if I've like got up in time to put a face on, I always feel like I perform better because mm. I'm confident in how I look. And, and because I feel happy there, I'm like exuding that. So yeah. I think that's where I feel the most like content and like pretty so when you've been organized yeah and it is it's actually definitely <laughs> is about about organization if like, it's almost like i've ticked that off and i'm like yes i've done it and i yeah. feel good yeah and um, it's like having a bikini wax yeah anything like I that you've got all of your maintenance if there's anyone listening that's never had a bikini wax and i get why some people don't want to have it it's great but it is the 
the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. Yeah, like yeah, on yeah. so many different I enjoy getting so many different dresses. levels. But for me it's just like it's like when you wear matching underwear. Yeah. This is I mean never I, this happened. is totally like Virgo stuff as well. But I always feel so grown up. I think I've got two matching underwear sets, so yeah. like it, it comes out like every couple of months, and, and I've managed to, to wash it at the same time. Matching. But I'm like, I'm a grown up. I feel so put together. But bikini waxes as well. Yeah, I feel like on top of the world when I've had like yeah. you are sorted. You are amazing. You're gonna like get stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Weird. It's weird when you're younger. You always think that when you're an adult, you're gonna have it all matching underwear, and I don't know. Why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's probably from TV. Everyone's always like. And like adverts and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I want to go home and chuck it all out and only buy matching sets. Yeah. You wanted cost to do that. so much, wouldn't it? That's why. Um, so who overall is your beauty icon? Oh, I've got lots. So I love Frida Kahlo. Oh yeah, she's a queen, and like her whole life, everything she represents, the way that she prevailed over many Shit, a hardship. life. Yeah. yeah, she was very liberal, very cutting edge. You know being around in the 40s and 50s and she had relationships with men and women yeah 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 marriage she created art that was misunderstood and still to this day pretty graphic yeah have you been to any of her exhibitions yeah yeah they're pretty full-on textile exhibition that was at the vna that was all of her pieces she is someone that like she was like living art all of her clothing her textiles and i i really love mexican culture and the the colors that aesthetic as well with like the little day of the dead and the skulls and the flowers there's an amazing mexican shop in clifton actually that everyone should go to it's independently owned and it sells all kind of mexican paraphernalia oh cool they supply a lot of stuff for the new Mexican place. Oh, on Mezcal, 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 Mezcal. And yeah. the woman in there is beautiful, and they've got loads of amazing textiles. Oh, I'm going to go up there. I love Mexican stuff. Yeah, it's great. Um, so Frida, I love. I just think she's fantastic. And you wear lots of like Frida-esque headbands. Yeah, as well, I love colour. I think the life's too boring to not wear colour. Yeah. Like, why not? Like to wear boring clothes be fun yeah even if you, someone thinks you're a weirdo it's a talking point <laughs> well my fun. mum always used to say to me you never know who you're going to bump into Rosanna mm. and that always stuck with me yeah, so yeah. like I, not that you should always like be worry like, about what show. you're wearing yeah. but it is I think I don't know I think some certain people are just like that aren't they like I feel confident in what I'm wearing and it, I can have like a shit skin day or mm. shit hair day but if my outfit's alright yeah. I feel okay yeah it's weird, it has, isn't it? It's, it's like any self care, isn't it? Yeah. Like I, whenever I was really hungover or felt a bit ropey, if I had to go out, I'd literally just put a bit of red lippy on. Yeah. And even if I had nothing else, um, I'd just pretend I was all like Parisian. If you and ever, aloof if and... you ever see me with red lipstick, it's yeah. because I cannot be fucked and I'm feeling rough. And it is red lipstick. I think is like to anybody mm. if you need to look like you've got your shit together put yeah, red yeah. lipstick it's, on it's a powerful it's colour the association, it's the association isn't it yeah, all of the connotations of those things especially if you're not wearing makeup as well really which strong. is when I I usually wear red lipstick when I haven't got any makeup on yeah exactly and it draws the but attention but it's that like yeah. French look isn't it exactly yeah and I love that look yeah and I think I'm not really that look but I like that look yeah um, so yeah Frida who else do I love Mm. any kind of old Hollywood starlet yeah I really love a nod to anything like old Hollywood glamour like glamour I yeah. used to love watching all of those old movies and when there'd be the light that would shine across someone's yeah. face and it was soft focus yeah I always thought that's what like falling in love would be like yeah. you'd look the at little, someone the and little they'd be in soft flip. focus yeah when they flip their foot up when they kiss somebody yeah <laughs> oh, it's be- yeah I love it so and you're like Marilyn Monroe yeah and he was just like stunning and vulnerable and 
this misunderstood like beautiful creature yeah. I love and, yeah. um, Scarlett O'Hara in Gone yeah. with the Wind yeah she's stunning and she hated uh, the guy they the, um, yeah what was his name I can see his face yeah but he had, was notorious for having terrible breath Really? And they had to do all those kissing scenes, and she hated it. That's why and she's they, so sassy in it. Mm, apparently, they didn't get on at all. How funny! Um, and I love gossip like that. It's yeah, probably same. All shit, anything. I'm like, Ooh. my mum is the worst for that. She's yeah, my mum is too. All of she's that like, well, apparently, <laughs> yeah, it's probably all bullshit. My mum probably made yeah. it up. <laughs> I love gossip, and I try and get my boyfriend to gossip, and he just doesn't care. I'm do like, you when you you're have... out and you're like obviously eavesdropping on people? <laughs> me and Alex will be having up. I'm like, oh my god, did you hear that? He was like, what? And I'm like, that lady over there, her boyfriend's cheating on her and thinks that she does. He's like, Rosanna, this is obscene. You shouldn't be doing yes, this. Yes, I don't think we should be listening. But does your, <laughs> does your mum, like, even if it's just you and her, will she lower your voice when she's telling you, like, gossip? No, my mum has no tact. <laughs> my mum thinks she is, but she's My mum will be in our living room with the windows and doors closed and my mum will go, well, you know how? And she'll do this thing. And I think it's because my nan used to, I'd be like, mum, speak up. <laughs> It's just you and me. You don't need to whisper. It's weird. No one's here. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's that whole like yeah, yeah. I love mystery of love, it. Oh, not mean gossip, but a good gossip. No, me yeah. too. Um, so, health. What does health mean to you? I've got to ask it because I ask yeah, everybody, yeah. and this podcast is generally about all round health. Mm. So, what That's... is health? What does it mean to you? Mm, this is actually really easy for me. I was thinking about it when I like was going through questions. Yeah. And it was really hit home when I was working on a film earlier this year. Yes. I actually also thought of mm. this when I was thinking about it for you because yeah. I know it disrupted. Yeah, I found it really challenging. It's, it's basically health to me is when I feel in control of what I'm eating and access to activity. I, I really love exercise and for someone that's quite busy it's like my relaxation even mm. if it's not relaxing like something that's quite intense because I'm focused on just that I feel calmer then yeah because I'm not thinking about anything else I'm not thinking about what I need to do I'm not listing in my head I'm not doing any of those things and also you're in weird positions all day like yeah. just to be able to use your muscles how they're meant to be used yeah and you get a sore back a lot because yeah. you never have the appropriate your height that yeah. suits for stuff or you're cramped in like a weird corner somewhere and it's quite you're let's like say you're on your feet it's physical um so yeah when I'm in control of what I can eat and I'm eating healthy foods and I feel happy with that then I feel really healthy and I feel like I yeah. can tackle things um, but for example when you're working on a film you're there like 10 or 12 hours a day at least you're first in last out you're knackered you're, so you don't have any time to do anything else you can only really eat what they've got on set and you're vegan I remember you saying it was just real shit food yeah and if exactly you know people try but maybe and if it's just not in keeping with what you eat because you know if you are vegan you don't just want to eat bread all day or you know and I love bread or just like plain but, pasta or just plain yeah. pasta with like salt I don't know yeah just or like just tomato pasta constantly like because somebody's maybe been a bit intimidated by that food choice yeah sometimes you get really spoiled but sometimes you don't yeah. and when you're doing that you're hungry so you eat it but then you just feel like gross all the time yeah and even if it's psychological which I'm sure it is a lot with me um that has a real effect on me and I just end up feeling really like ugh. well I think it I also no depends like and... if you're like quite a high energy person you mm. like speaking to people you don't want to feel well I'm the same and maybe it is psychological I don't mm. know but I don't want to be like stodged up mm. with that kind of food no. you want to be like on the go like and this I mean like trigger warning it does sound a bit dodge like come to think of it like talking about food in this way but yeah you want nice light 
food that's yeah. going to keep you energized. Well, it's when you're on the go. You don't you want, want pasta when you've like been running or been at the gym or yeah. and you're really hungry. When you want to refuel. Yeah. But even though you're you are on your feet and it's physical, you're not doing cardio. So yeah. you're not you're like more mentally drained yeah. and because you're taking care of everyone constantly. It's all that it's that emotional energy. Yeah. And you just you want to give want yourself to feel something, something that nice. Feels healthy and light and you never want to feel full. It's like if you've got a big day ahead of you, you want to eat and you want to nourish yourself but you don't want to feel bunged up and yeah. full so um, that is I did really notice that that ha- had an effect on me and it did then make me think like how many more films do I want to do because yeah. you're, I'm not in control of that and I had no time to see, and I loved the project but I had no time to like see anyone I or do anything to, yeah it's and too I, disruptive to your I, life yeah and as much as I'm social and I love being around all those people that's just work so you're just talking about work the whole time yeah you want to be able to come back and not just then and then you know you'll come back and you're not you're being your, be- your best self so all you do to your partner is talk about work <laughs> and how tired you are yeah things went wrong and they went there so they didn't really get it and then you're never doing anything nice yeah um, or just fun and sociable um so yeah, i think that's that's health for me i think if you've grown up with like a healthy attitude towards food as well mm. you realize how important food mm. is like it's just reminded me my sister was saying about this because she works in tv and she had to go and do like a location thing and it was really long days and she was really upset she said she was on the verge of tears because she had like missed the slot for eating mm. and then had to eat crap food mm. and she was just like it's the worst situation to not be eating what you want to be yeah. eating and I think maybe for people that don't have like a really healthy relationship with food they pro- it probably doesn't bother them as much yeah. but when you're like really in tune with your body mm. and you know what's good for you it's so frustrating and yeah. like even like I went Upsetting. to Portugal recently and like vegetarianism barely exists and <laughs> veganism and I had a week of not really being able to eat anything and we, we ended up being fine because we were in an Airbnb so we did cooked. food shops and yeah. cooked but out and then when I was staying with people where they were dictating the food it's really difficult yeah. and I remember feeling really ill and talking to my friend who was like oh it's really weird that you're this sensitive to it and I was like yeah mm. I guess I don't know if that's good or bad because she was like, I was like maybe I just eat rubbish food because like she was happy because it was a lot of like processed meat and cheese yeah. and processed breads which not the worst things in the world but they're really not Great. Oh, I got ill when me and Karis went on holiday yeah. after like three days. I literally had to have a whole day of not eating because I was so stuffed up and with it's bread so much and salt meat. and sugar. Yeah, and your body's just freaking up. out, and you get all of the crashes and things yeah. from that. And I was really sensitive to it, and so um, yeah, I find not eating good food really affects my mood. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's 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 crazy how much an effect it has. But look, like yeah, like you say, I think I'm always surprised by maybe how other people eat and how differently it is. Mm. I think when you have your small circle and bubble of people that are quite similar, not even like being vegan, but, but just approach healthy. to food. Yeah. And then I'm I'm surprised a lot at how other people eat and live and their approach to exercise and things. Yeah. Um and then that's their normal. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Routines. Mm. Little Virgo routines. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Like and it's good to get out of them, definitely. Yeah. Um so I guess just to finish off, do you wanna like tell people what they can expect from having their makeup done with you you're already booked on my birthday yeah which was so annoying because i really wanted you to do my well, makeup i can just do it afterwards well it depends when you're starting maybe yeah because that's it such a treat i think having your makeup done oh my god yeah for a birthday is yeah like... i was like if i had an event that or in like a wedding i'd pay someone to do mine yeah because it's a treat yeah it's so thinking, nice i think like if you're gonna book something don't worry about it a lot of the time people come in 
more worried because they've never really had that kind of service and they don't you know you don't really know how it's going to go you, you might have seen images but people edit images so much these days yeah. it's hard to have faith in yeah. seeing something online um so do you I think, think that as well has like made people's expectations a little unrealistic oh my god yes because i know that at the salon like people would come in with like pinterest pictures and the girls would be like that's not even her hair that's a photo like it's yeah. photoshop like, and people I can't don't do know that. particularly yeah. with hair nearly yeah. every person that shows me reference images will show me an image of someone with the polar opposite hair type to them or lots know, of like wefts being used yeah. and like well, there's you, probably got like cardboard short, in dark the... hair and then they'll show me an image of like crazy model with long blonde hair yeah. and you'll be like oh there's so much extensions in that would you consider extensions and they'll be like no it never wear extensions and then you're like okay how do you expect us to achieve this when you yeah. won't add in hair and you you know are looking at a style that's very different head to you yeah um trying to deliver that politely as well is so yeah. hard when it's glaringly obvious as and well i think people working in the industry understand how much images are edited yeah people that don't don't really actually mm. as much as people say they do everyone says oh we're aware you know market things are marketed to you and pe things are changed they're not really taking that in when they're looking at an image because they're still seeing it and being like oh, oh that that's looks normal nice and yeah. that's pretty and, that's... and there's so many of them yeah everything's and edited you're bombarded so how with can it. you tell yeah and even things like facetune that i think is heinous and i don't understand oh, yeah. how it exists and that it's built into phones these days yeah why? it just makes everyone's face thinner whiter more like westernized features let's be honest yeah and horrible yeah. everyone looks like weird barbie robots yeah <laughs> it's horrible i hate it i don't understand it's a thing um but i guess because that's not i don't really get many people asking me to look like that because it's not really my niche yeah so um, what you put out you get back don't you so yeah. you're not putting out weird instagram makeup you're people will want will go to you for that and i yeah. think because my ethos is a lot more natural and the style when it comes to customer facing is very natural and then, because that's, you know, I like skin and I like letting people's natural features shine yeah. through. That's why people are coming to me because they're not feeling like I'm going to put like a really full on like Instagram Contour. makeup look on them. Yeah. yeah, you know, if somebody asks me that, I can do it. But I, w I will rarely get somebody ask me for that yeah. um, for like an occasion look. Yeah. Um, again, which I don't really do much of. I think the, the, the main thing where I'm inter interacting with customers would be bridal yeah um, and then people generally have quite a clear idea what they want or they have no idea and then it's just a case of working out what they then don't like and working backwards yeah um but the images thing is hard because people edit and i don't think that's right i don't edit my images mm. i don't think people should i think there's nothing wrong with putting like a color wash on a filter we mm. were talking about this the other day yeah i wouldn't on any professional images because i think it would be like a crime against yeah the i think you have to ask the permission first <laughs> yeah because they've worked tirelessly to produce this gorgeous image yeah and if you're then just going to chuck a color wash or something yeah like, what have you done yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i would hate it if someone did that to me i once had um i can't remember if i told you before when i uh, was doing a job years ago and to stand in for a model that was late and I was being photographed and then the photographer sent me these images and they were like oh I thought these were nice for you and then and I was like oh thanks that's cute but they photoshopped out all of my beauty spots and freckles oh no I bet you look so weird I look really weird and I was like I don't I'm trying to, I'm looking at you trying to like picture yeah and I was like, would look like I didn't really ask you flat. to do that yeah. like I like my like I'm fine with my face it yeah. was weird that you did that that you assumed asking. that I'm not yeah yeah um and things like that I think are very strange <laughs> So I was like, yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it is tough. And I think people are a lot more susceptible to it than they realise. Mm. I know, I, even I am just like, we're taking around in all of the marketing towards us. Yeah. Around us all the just time. Just have to be savvy and like not 
Yeah. Take it with a pinch of salt, I think. Realise it's just a picture and nobody... And actually, the people with makeup like that, in real life, they look fucking weird. It's a big old mess. But yeah, you look from far fine in a picture, mm. but in real life, that's what it's for, a picture, photographic makeup. And I think a lot of people need to understand that yeah. and know that. Because in real life, you see a few girls in town or whatever and you mm. see them and you're like oh my god you look fucking weird you look green you've got like a green stripe of highlighter down yeah. your nose it's or like weird. crazy eyebrows yeah or like when they're re- I feel like that era is going you know they're like yeah. the really drawn sculpted eyebrows I feel like the real wet dewy skin mm. is a thing at the moment yeah not it's not for me I've got fucking oily dewy skin as it is I have really dry skin so I love a dewy skin yeah but if you were someone with really oily skin you're like why would you do that to yeah yourself? you're all about a matte finish yeah yeah, um, yeah. so yeah it totally depends where you're coming from doesn't it but everything I think like any trend it starts and it trickles down and then it gets kind of ruined in some yeah. way and then and it, it gets overdone circle, yeah. and then it moves on to anything else so yeah yeah so famous last words <laughs> Oh, famous last words. You can say whatever you want. I've never done this before. Um, book me for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at www.lissy. Um, yeah. No, I'll put your website link in anyway and Instagram oh, handles because I do that with everybody. But yeah, final last words. Uh, I think just uh, I would like to have a lasting image of like enjoy makeup, enjoy playing around, enjoy being silly. Um, be honest about what you're doing. I think transparency is key. If you don't know something, speak up because you can't always get away with it. You get caught out. Um, be reliable and yeah, just have fun with things. I think it seems like a really simple thing, but the repercussions of someone that like relaxes when they have fun and are feel a bit, uh, they just feel more comfortable and then they open yeah. up and then that makes you feel happy. And I think you can learn to be better at anything but if someone can leave you and you've made them feel really warm and they've enjoyed a service that will they'll remember that and that will stick that's with them. what's more important and that's what's really yeah. important is is just understanding people and um and having fun with it making them feel good mm. lovely yeah. well it is a service like you said mm. thanks oh lovely. you're gonna be late for your yoga class oh. talking of healthy oh no right well, sure yeah um i hope you've enjoyed that any sort of wannabe makeup artist can now know what it's like to listen to somebody that's actually working and not just like posting pictures on instagram (laughs) actually doing it um so yeah i hope you've enjoyed this and like subscribe share (laughs) all the rest of it thanks for listening